You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 27. Hi, happy Friday and welcome back. I hope you've had a great week. I'm excited because today is the third and final installment of our Confidence in Your Business series. I've absolutely loved this series because I think like I've said before in the other two episodes, number 25 and number 26, if you want to go back and listen to those. But what I've been seeing is in those is the estheticians that I work with constantly say they want to feel confident about their business. It's just a common theme. And so I think it's really important to kind of pull back the curtain and really look at what confidence is and isn't and how to get it and all of that. So today, the podcast is titled The Only Way to Succeed. And we kind of touched on it a little bit last week, um, but I want to just actually give you some really um, concrete examples of my some more of my mistakes. This is another mistakes episode, um, just to really help you if you are just new to acne or you're new, a new esthetician, or if you've been doing acne for a few years and then you feel unconfident about some part of your business or many parts of your business, then this is the episode for you. When I started BLH Beauty, I knew I wanted to focus on acne. And if you want my whole story, you can go back to episode one, I believe, where I talk about that. And I was not known as an acne specialist in San Diego at all. Um, in the Facebook reality, Facebook face reality group, I was definitely not known. I, I don't know if I am now. I don't really pay attention, but I was definitely a newbie. Like I'd ask questions and I didn't know anything. Um, I didn't have any friends who also treated acne. So I really didn't, um, you know, my friends, my esthetician friends treat, you know, did lashes or waxing or sugaring, but not, not acne for sure. Maybe, maybe just facials. Um, I had worked with an esthetician when I first, my first esthetician job who did really amazing job of doing deep, heavy peels. I was like, her entire business was peels. And I just, it just was not for me, that level of peeling and talking clients through it. And it just, I was very uncomfortable with it all, which then of course made me feel less confident in doing peels. (laughs) I was unsure if everything. Like I just, I felt like a fish out of water and I was trying to study and learn so much. And I just couldn't, I felt like I never would know enough to actually help someone. And the mistake that I, one of the mistakes that I made that I want to talk about today in particular is wanting, it it connects with the first two things in this series, which is wanting people to believe I was an expert. So not by, by having that kind of, um, fear that people would think I wasn't an expert. I actually probably came across as much more insecure than secure, which was completely defeated the purpose. And so the, the way that I did that was I, was uncomfortable, like I had the imposter syndrome, right? Uncomfortable people ask me questions. I kind of got irritated by it. I felt like they were challenging me. Um, I felt like kind of like I was defending myself a lot in the process a lot. Um, I really didn't want people to know if I didn't know the answer, which again, I talked about in the imposter syndrome episode. 
And what I have found over and over and over again, especially with every acne client I have, is the more questions I ask them and the least I assume about them and their skin, the better results we both get and the more engaged they get. So let me give you an example. I had this client, I'm going to call her Kelly. If you're new here, I call all my clients Kelly because I don't have a client named Kelly and I love the name. Um, so Kelly came to me with severe inflamed and non-inflamed acne and I was really excited because I was like, I'm going to help her and she's going to love her skin and I'm going to change her life. And um, pretty quickly, I realized nothing was really changing. And um, she was so patient, which was incredible. And um, we kept working at it and really seeing very little to no results. And I knew she was doing most of the things at home. So I, I didn't suspect compliance. And there were other signs um, that there may have been some hormonal issues and other things going on medically with this client that wasn't um, abundantly clear and she wasn't even aware of. And I was just really... Um, I was really committed to the idea that I, I was going to be the person to clear her skin, <laughs> that it was like me. I knew what I was doing. I've done this before. This is like, you know, but you know, the end of my time in San Diego, I've worked with tons of people and seen their skin improve. Um, and then she would make a couple comments sometimes and I'd be like, interesting. I wonder about your hormones. And make a long story short, she did have an actual hormonal condition, which basically meant we could have been doing everything perfect and she's one of the 10% or 5% of people that their acne is not controllable from products and lifestyle alone. Um, she Hormones, there's a whole bunch of other things happening that um, she kind of discovered and we had to go that way. Or really she had to go that way and stop getting treatments and buying products. And I share this with you not to like scare you if you have a client that you think you can help and you're like, maybe I can't help them. <laughs> that's not the, that's not the reason I'm telling you this. I'm sharing this with you because we may really believe what the path we're going down, which is awesome, but always consider other things and be open to being wrong about what you know. Because the more open I've been about being wrong about acne or business or, you know, conversations with clients about things, um, the better and the better results I get, the better relationships I grow with my clients and the more I learn as a person and esthetician and it's the opposite of what you would think a confident person would do, right? You'd be the confident person you would think would be like, I know everything. <laughs> like I know this stuff, like, but honestly for me, confidence has really been, um, you know, admitting what I don't know and being curious about things I do know as facts or things I'm pretty certain of and continuing to ask more and more questions around them as opposed to just assuming that's exactly what this is.
this is my final thought on this particular topic. And that is if you go to a doctor who's a specialist and you're having a problem and they think they know what's going on, but they are, they're asking you lots and lots of questions to try to find out more information. And they're, um, consulting and reading and talking to other doctors and they're really trying to make sure that they get the full picture and they really have a good understanding of what's happening. Like that's the doctor you want to go to versus like the doctor that's like, oh yeah, you have this and they send you home. And that's like not actually at all what's going on, but they just made an assumption because of their years of experience and they just send you home and you actually could have something totally unrelated that you really need help with that completely goes unnoticed. Like how often have you heard that story even with yourself, right? Um, similar thing happened to my husband. He has an autoimmune disease. It took him a long time to get diagnosed because he kept getting the brush off. Of like, oh, you have this, oh, you have this. Um, and finally a doctor was like, let me, you know, whatever. And even when he got diagnosed, it really surprised all his doctors because it wasn't something that people get really, like that autoimmune disease is really rare. Um, so... Keep that in mind when you are challenged or questioned or when you really don't know something and try to reframe it as not that you don't know it, but you're learning more about it. And even if you think you do know it, you still can learn more about it and you could still like you can like you can be wrong about something that you've told clients in the past that has helped them that now won't help this new client, right? Like just because like something you've told all your clients in the past that hundred percent worked for them, maybe it doesn't actually work for this client and that's okay. You can figure out what does and that will make you be a better esthetician, a better business owner. People will trust you. You will actually know more than your peers and you will um, make a bigger impact in my opinion with your clients. That is it. That's our episode today. I did want to mention if you still want to work with me on this round, I may. There's a couple clients that um, want to start in like two weeks, and so I may start another group in about two weeks. I'm trying to still figure it out. So let me know. You can sign up for the link in the show notes to do a free consultation to work with me um, to see if I would be a good match for you if you're looking to simplify your business, to work less, to love your business more. If you've been kind of in the grind where you're working all the time, let me know. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate it. I will be back same time next week. Have a fantastic week. Talk to you then.